This is the Oddball Show, a podcasting collaboration, Trippy Line Productions, and Oddball Magazine. Yes, yes. Happy Tuesday night, boys and girls. This is the Oddball Show. Thanks for joining us once again on the livest podcast this side of Mars, Jupiter's Peace Coast. Oh, oh, hey, there I am in Echo, in Echo, in Echo. Uh, my name is Prof. I'm your shaman and guide on this magical journey, along with my good friend and co-host, creator and editor of Oddball Magazine, Mr. Jason Wright. Please say hello. That is me. Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody. We have uh, just enough on the program today. And we're going to talk about uh, him. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some hip-hop and also give our respects to Fife Dogs. So, Prof, let's get it started. Yeah, we are joined tonight by a man of many talents and aspirations, a writer, a poet, MC, a host of his own CC TV series, What Do You Think, of all of which we will talk about tonight. Please welcome Just Enough. What up? Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, man. It's really uh, it's it's great to have you on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, as good. Jason just pointed out, uh, before we get into anything of yours, uh, we did lose a hip hop icon last week, and I know that um, Jason especially is a huge fan. So let's 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 kick off a little bit um, with some some talk about uh, Fife Dog, who we lost last Tuesday. Fife Dog of a Tribe Called Quest. Um, that was really uh, it was surprising, and you know what the crazy thing about it too is he was so he was what was he forty five? He was forty five. Yeah, he was young, yeah, man. I mean, young. He, it, people. Some of these guys are dropping off young, and it's and it's health issues. It's not like he was involved, yeah, in totally. That, you know, an accident or, or anything else more devious. It was health, so that's yeah, yeah. No, it's no judgment, but it's you know, it's like a it's a diet issue, you know, or diet diet's so important nowadays. It's interesting, you know. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, he was diabetic from like uh, from beats rhymes in life, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, I mean, <laughs> the well, I mean, diabetic. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, beyond that, he's just a huge uh, influence for me as far as delivery, you know. Oh, uh, and and just his whole vibe with that crew was like kind of playful. He wasn't the illest MC, but his style was like one of the coolest out there. Yeah, I definitely think when I heard Tribe Called Quest the first time from, like, the first beat of Low End Theory to, uh, you know, Midnight Marauders, like, yeah. what that they did was impressive, you know, and yeah. then they had times in life, and that's right. the album, and then, you know, they ended up with the love movement, but uh, the thing about the thing about Fife was uh, he, he could hold his own lyrically. He was an incredible MC, and I think he was incredibly underrated. Sure, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff he came up with was pretty brilliant, you know? Yeah, yeah, he had a real cool, cool flavor to him, man. One of the things I think about the most is when I, because I don't, I don't smoke that much, right? Not, not. Yeah. So when I write, I think when he's like, the the dude comes up to him on the train and and beats rhymes in life, and he's like, I need a forty right before I get loose. And he says, Money, please, I get loose off of orange juice. And I was like, That is awesome, because like a writer should be able to get <laughs> no matter what, right? Yeah, that's a pretty dope line. I was always like, that's that's the most amazing line ever. Um, and him and him and Q-Tip and uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad had such a dope vibe and um, huge yeah, man. hip-hop community. I mean, I think it's awesome balance, too, that they found, you know, it, hip-hop groups throughout hip-hop's history are, uh, it's not that there's only a few of them, but they're select, you know, they each have their own style. Yeah, that's it's, far, it's far more solo MCs who make yeah. an impact. 
So I think those groups that really stick are uh, they they come up with something unique, some kind of unique oh, chemistry. Oh, so so true. And the balance between like like Q-tip is the most low key like he's the definition of low key. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, he doesn't raise a certain above a certain decibel ever. But then him and Fife are like an awesome balance, you know, and, yeah. and they they do a lot of that on their tracks. They do that like back and forth kind back of back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much of that was written and how much of that was uh, freestyle. I always wondering about that, you know, like. Um, when people put iconic albums like Midnight Marauders together, it's like how much of that, you know, how did how'd you do that? Kind of I like, think well, I think being a writer sometimes it's like you know I I might say something and and kind of jokingly or just say a particular phrase in a certain way. I'll say, ooh, that's a chorus. I want to use that. Right. So I think sometimes it's just a building process of just kind of spitballing ideas, you know. Or, so it is a freestyle in a way, but. Yeah, I mean, one way of creating, I guess. Everybody and every group has their own process, but I mean, there's, totally. there's gonna, uh, you know, like when we go in a studio, when JB Lamb goes in the studio, we have everything pretty, almost everything done, like well rehearsed and written and whatnot. Yeah, we try to be efficient in the studio, but when we're doing our writing session, you know, it's sprawled out over several days, and we try to be relaxed about it because you can't force it, you know, like it's true. You, you you can uh, you can flex it like a muscle as an artist. You know you got to be able to go back to it when you know re- yeah. when you're inspired. But you got to be able to rely upon it. But you can't force it either. So like yeah, our absolutely. writing process, we throw shit back and forth. We like you know I'll bring in a hook. Somebody will bring in a verse. You know uh, every group has their own thing, and it's and it's I love one of my favorite you know uh, things to see is how things work from like an entertainment perspective like when we see some some video of somebody in the studio or something yeah see Jay-Z versus you know versus Tupac two both prolific but they work very differently they like yeah yeah, yeah. in there for three days and he spits out 20 songs you know I know right true (laughs) and they're all like just he's been loading them up for six months yeah yeah I mean yeah Jay Z, I'm pretty sure Jay Z freestyles always there. That's what I. That's what I've been told. He doesn't free. He doesn't freestyle. He just doesn't he write. He just doesn't write them down, right? Yeah, it's all. He goes into it all memorized. Like, that's and so amazing. some of those, some of those videos are awesome to see because, like, uh, what was the one? I think it's 99 Problems. So he's in there with with Rick Rubin on the outside, you know, mm-hmm. on the boards, and he's doing two different parts because on 99 Problems he does like the cop thing, and yeah. Then, you know, he does like the interjections. So you just see him like stop, and then pick it back up. Yeah, and go back and yeah. put those things in later without reading anything. Like so, I think that's really interesting to watch is how people, artists especially, make, you know, perform their craft, how they how they go about it. True, uh, definitely. Um, like one thing that's that's different about Tropical Quest that is different for a lot of other uh, hip hop artists is that they were in part. I mean, there was a part of them during uh, the you know uh, the nineties. Where they, they, I mean, at the same time, the East Coast West Coast battle was going on, and they were not anything part of it. They were just doing their hip hop sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, were, yeah. And, I mean, they were, they were. I don't know. They were just prolific, and they put out a bunch of albums. I mean, Ali Shaheed Muhammad on the tracks was amazing. Q-Tip had a great voice. Fife had great delivery. That is going to be one hip hop group that's 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 going to be missed definitely. And the thing is, now that Fife's gone, there'll be no you know reunion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they could have done that. They're one of the few that right. could have done that. And like, yeah, yeah, I heard they were going to try and do that, you know. And, yeah. you know, Fife was battling health problems for a while. I mean, he was diabetic back in the day, you know. I mean, so, you know, I don't know. You know, I was thinking the other day, like, uh, a cool idea, like, like 
either Jam Master J or Jay Dilla on the on the uh, <laughs> on the ones and twos and uh, and Five Dog, uh, you know, on the M, uh, you know MCN. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Like, in the astral, in astral plane or something, or what? In the in the natural world, you know, and like, and then uh, I don't know, like Nate Dog on back back vocals, you know. Oh that's damn, cool. <laughs> that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. like that'd be a cool, you know, because like you know, everyone in music remembers Twenty Seven for um, for you know, uh, I mean, in the in the the rock genre, you know, you got yeah, yeah, that age, right? And you have John, uh, not John Lennon, he died at 40, but you have Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, and, and Amy Winehouse, and Janis Joplin yep. out of 27, so you got that poster of them. But can you just imagine them, all these other cats rocking out, you know, Sean P, you know? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's sad, you know, it's it's sad, but the thing is, when you lose someone, you have them forever on tracks, and that's that's Yeah, like, it's true listen to Fife Dog all day so well you know that's an interesting thing I don't, I don't mean to get too sidetracked but I was thinking that the other day how crazy technology is right and it's like I was watching this uh, documentary of Gil Scott Heron it was called Black, Black Wax really dope documentary yeah. and I was, just, I was just checking it out and I realized I'm like man I get to look at this guy in his prime right and I wasn't even alive yeah but I get yeah. to watch this dude in his prime do his thing drop some knowledge it was really intense so it's almost like it, it's kept people, it's like you're, you know, you you're immortal, exactly, yeah. immortal in a sense, right? It's kind of crazy. You know what's amazing about that, that idea, Joss, is that, you know, you don't, you not only, um, it's not just like, it's not just like video of like Gil Scott Heron, it's like going back to reading original Shakespeare, it's like, oh, shit, this true, is like true. old or whatever. Yeah, true, true. Or like Chaucer or, or freaking... The freaking Bible or whatever, you know. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, like putting anything in art gives it immortality. Yeah, you know, it's incredible. What what once it's on paper and once people remember it, it's amazing how powerful it can be. Yeah, true. That's 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 gonna be you know a tribe called Quest Legend. You know, they they were just they were just a dope dope band, dope you know hip hop group, and and just like Shakespeare, you know, they'll be remembered. You know. Yeah, true. Definitely very true. Very true. I mean that you know I mean, but I mean so w what's up with you man? I mean I know you're you're working on some uh, some new stuff here. Um, yeah, um, let's let's jump in. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about yeah. Let's let's steer it. Um, in fact, you talked about Fife as a <laughs> intro on your uh, How Do You Think show. So let's let's jump into that. So shout out to Fife Dog. We we, we you will be missed. Definitely. Uh, and yep. and the impact on hip hop is is real and and visceral. So. Uh, but let's let's steer this back towards you know just thanks for coming on we really you know we want to talk we want to boil down what you're up to so let's All let's right. talk about uh uh what do you think which is your CCTV show and where can people find before we talk about what it is where can people find it uh, most readily so the best way is just to go to the the Facebook page what question mark cctv and uh, all the episodes are there with a couple of other little clips from episodes so you don't have to watch the whole episode if you want to just catch the wacky or, or weird stuff sometimes but yeah that's the best place thus far all right cool definitely yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you know what i mean I, um so with with what you're doing now there's a lot of uh, a lot of camera work that's pretty pretty uh, intense like crazy camera work you're it's not just like your normal show. This is really re this is art. This is reaching boundaries. Thank you, thank you. Talk a little about that. Yeah, well, it was interesting, man. You know, I, I've done a lot of music stuff, and I'm kind of I, I love music, but I'm kind of steering away and doing more 
stuff with photography and film. And uh, the show was just kind of, um, I don't know, it was an opportunity. I had I got an interview with this woman who had her own show on CCTV, and she had me come on. And, and you know, I got a call a week later from CCTV saying, hey, um, so somebody paid for your membership, which is $75. All you need to do is come down here and fill out the paperwork. And that was all it took to get the show. Once you have a membership, you have access to having a show. So I, me and my, fr my friend Steve were just like, we would be so uh, silly to pass up this opportunity. So it kind of morphed from there. And then, you know, the the one of the more recent shows, I did a comedy skit with a couple of friends because I've been doing some stand-up here and there because I like being on stage. I like writing, you know. And that's why I did a lot of poetry and a lot of music. But I also like just conveying ideas and messages and I realized the funniest, the easiest way to do that is by making light of the heavy stuff, you know. Yeah. So the most recent thing, actually, which I'm working on right now, is another comedy skit. Um, probably gonna be airing next week on the show, next Wednesday. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, well, so so for people that want to get a little taste of uh, your flavor of comedy, that uh, uh, Strange Encounters in Aisle Nine can also be found on. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is awesome. I really enjoyed it. And and so and you also that you carry over that that visual style, which you said we talked a little bit in the pre interview, uh, that you're working on that. That that's something that you're you know, trying to see where that's gonna go and yeah, I like absolutely. I like your exploratory nature. But that's oh, definitely cool. carried over into uh Strange Encounters, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so what was up with Strange Encounters in Isle Nine? What was what was the thought process behind so that? So that was just a funny story. Me and my friend Elliot, you know, we've been going to the stand up and, and telling jokes and we realized and man, we should do a skit. Why not do a skit? Because my, my lady is really into, you know, photography, so she kind of uh I, I got it by osmosis, you know, and now I'm I got the bug to do that type of stuff and then it kinda was it was his idea. It was actually an experience that he had had. Is his friend had ditched him when they found when somebody who they didn't want to see found them from Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, dude. So he was just left with this this guy, you know. But uh, then it was just it was it was just a, a cool way to express a different side of myself that I don't get to do often enough, you know. I almost thought at the end it was going to turn out that you were like a Martian. That, uh, oh, know. damn. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but no, I really like it, man. And so, oh, so this was going to ask you too. So given that style, do you have other people that you collaborate or work with or who, uh, like who, when you do the CCTV show, who's your editor and who are your, um, your camera people? Are those people that you regularly work with or are those people from the station? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, I do mo almost all the editing of the whole show, um, but my girl does a lot of the um, really nice camera work. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of the negative stuff is from me, I, you know, walking around doing that. and But it, it changes. Like, on that skit, actually, all three of us who were a acted in the skit, we all filmed. Awesome. But, but this last one that we just did had such a more cohesive vibe because uh, my lady actually filmed the whole thing. It just looked really well. It was shot. We didn't have to worry about where the camera was, so we could actually act more. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to this this next one coming up. So, what's your your vision for? Are those going to be part of the same thing, the comedy and the talk show, or are they going to be separate entities? Because uh, I think the other thing I want to ask you about too, 
that, that, that unused resource of community access is, we have a little bit of experience. Oh, man, crazy. It's awesome. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. It blows my mind. I, got, I first started doing it out in Amherst uh, nice. when I was in Western State. But then we came back here. My dad does a lot of work at the Foxborough uh, Community Access. Nice. And we, for JP Lime, have done, they've been great to us. They've done helped wow. us shoot a whole bunch of, like, music performances and, like, uh, the first couple rap flashbacks. They helped us edit those, all kinds of stuff that, like, you know, uh, it's it's an incredible resource uh, that yeah. people have no idea exists in almost totally. every town. Like I know, yeah, it's 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 really wild, man. It's it's been um, mind blowing. You know, it just opened up doors that I, I didn't think were there. You know what I mean? You know, just um, material. I mean, uh, 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 hardware, like all kinds. You can go in. And oh yeah, totally. You know, I want to go back to your question about the vision of the show. It's kind of yeah. um, it, it's been morphing a lot. You know, and the, my friend Steve is someone who I've spent a lot of time with he's the uh the old young guy who's you know he's real wise but he's kind of we're both really young on this path that we're you know both going down and it's 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 interesting because it's going to be kind of you know self-help in a way but also just like uh stream of conscious you know and and i, I don't want it to be too confined to anything but the comedy thing i actually want to have as a separate web series i want to have it strictly devoted to doing comedy skits and and maybe even turn that into a whole series right on yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah uh, you know staying busy so, man so um i don't know i don't want to put you on the spot but i mean uh, can you tell us a joke in a little bit i mean i'd love to hear something funny <laughs> Think about it, you know, do a little stand up for us. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I had I had some jokes. Um man, I don't have one on me. Um Jason, yeah, would I, you like to hear me tell a joke? Yeah, go ahead, Prof. Yeah. Knock okay, knock. Go ahead. Alright, who's there? Go fuck yourself. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's all. I, I, okay, I, check I, this I, out, I, right? I got I, I got one for you. And and this is uh, you know, a little slapstick humor. So, you know, there's all these... It's interesting because we're so obsessed with, with death and, and, and killing, right, in the society. And it's like, um, you know, like, especially killing. Like, oh, like you're killing... I kill that? Um, oh, my iPod's dead or my phone's dead, you know? And there's actually a thing that pops up on computer that's when a program is unsponsored. Do you wait for this such and such program to respond? <laughs> like, oh no! Uh, you cut it, you cut it out. might be the other way around. Yeah, it might actually. It might actually. Hold, hold on, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, anyway. Josh. Josh, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're having a little bit of a. You're having a little feedback. A little mic situation on your end. Oh, uh, that, that totally technology stomped <laughs> all, all over your joke about. Technology. Oh, that's fine. That's <laughs> Technology fine. came in and rained on it. Is it? Is it, are, we, are we cool now? Yeah, yeah, you're cool. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we, don't have, we don't have to talk about that joke, I guess. I, Maybe I, we'll I take that as a sign. Go ahead, Craig. So, I was talking to my friend today, right? Yeah. Um, and I was talking about, um, we were talking about Star Wars, and I'm not going to tell a joke, but I'll just tell a story because it's kind of funny. So okay. I go, so I go to I go to I go to because we're talking about the you know the creation of Star Wars and you know it, you know Star Trek was first and then Star Wars and before that was American Graffiti and I didn't know that and you know my friend told me that shout out to Andrew Bourne for this for his conversation with me today so anyway he goes like this he goes I go wouldn't it be funny if like to hear the pitch for Star Wars 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, so there's this guy, he's got daddy issues. You got this this like long lost uh, sister. You find out later, like three three episodes in. And uh, then there's this uh, guy, he's kind of, like, homeless, and he, like, uh, <laughs> drives his ship with his eight-foot dog, and then there's, like, this oh, robot no. who's kind of uh, infeminate, but that's cool, you know, and then there's this other robot that he talks to that's, like, a trash can, and, uh, you know, <laughs> and then there's, like, these uh, sword fights, but they're not sword fights because they're, like, you know, lasers, and the guy's, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that all sounds great. I will see you again never. <laughs> I mean, did that, I mean, right? Got an idea for this breakfast club thing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, just, I'd love to be in the room for the pitch for Star Wars and, like... <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're not wrong yeah. because it's like one of the, it's one of the first sci-fi, you know, big sci-fi movies with all kinds of action and shit. So like, it's genre breaking. Yeah. Like that that meeting did have to go down at some point where he went and was like, "All right, you're not you're, just just bear with me for a second. <laughs> bear with yeah. me. There's gonna be a giant ship that's gonna come over your head. It's gonna be as long as a football field. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then, and then he goes, hey, who, who, who would have known, right? I'm less yeah. would have known that. Uh, who would have known that that guy though would have went on? You know, George Lucas went on to like funding a lot of these new cameras and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so wild. Like yeah. I didn't really know about that until recently. You know, but it was just like, it is crazy. No, but I do hear you though. Yeah, I mean, I did see the new Star Wars. It, it was, you know, no judgment. It, it was all right. It was what I expected. No spoilers. Oh, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I thought. It was I just good. feel like I, I just feel like for me, I'm just I guess a purist. It's like really tough to beat those ones that are, you know were the older ones. They just have such a gritty feel. Yeah. It's like tough to re 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 uh, visit that or, or touch that again. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to recapture the. Even volume four, it was just Star Wars, and then like when they made three other ones, like I, I guess this these came beforehand. So we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Episode one, episode two, episode three. He's like, actually, this whole time, I knew that this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Not true. He did not know that. He was like, this is called Star Wars. I mean, I just made American Graffiti, so I can, you know, I can direct and everything. But uh... and then some guy was like, interesting. Here's $9 million to make it happen. Yeah. And that's, that's I mean, that's how they make movies, apparently. <laughs> that's the sum up of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> The rest is history. Jason, I think this might be a good good shot for us to jump in and do our um, our uh, a word from our non-sponsor. Uh, I think okay. we we hit a, a perfect point for that. Um, so here on the show, on the Outball Show, we like to give a little shout out to the uh, the places that would act as sponsors if we asked them to, but. Um, <laughs> We don't, you know, ha have any reason to get sponsorships yet. So these are places that we uh, we frequent or are otherwise helpful to our our network of talented artists and other um, and other souls. So, uh, Jason, you want to do a little uh, out of the blue? Can we talk out of the blue? Yeah, I think you should, especially with uh, just you're you're an out of the blue guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Since yeah, yeah. it was uh, before, it was out of the blue too. Oh, before in the old location. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah, out yeah. of the blue before I was out of the blue. I was at the out of the blue too before I was out of the blue too. Oh, I was, yeah. I was only at the first out of the blue one once, but it was uh, it was quite a time. In fact, that's where we shot the very first uh, thing that we did together, Jason, when we did the uh, the Night of Stone Soup, 
which people can find on our YouTube channel, which is where this uh, wonderful podcast is playing right now. So if you want to browse some of our previous collaborations between Oddball and JP Lime, that's the place to start is our night at Stone School. Cool. We did, we did a little performance. Titans, it really is. Um, it really is, man. It is. I mean, you know, it's heavyweights going, you know, battling. Uh-huh. Are we joining Tony forces? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, actually, me me and uh, Prof and Ivan and, and Chad all got together at the Out of the Blue originally. Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah, originally. And um, Ivan interviewed us, uh, me and Chad, which was, ridic- well, it was ridiculous for me because it was so professional and I'm so unprofessional. And it was it was so well done, you know. And it went well, nice. man. It was great. Right. And then you guys performed a couple uh, couple of uh, uh, songs yeah. with Hogan uh, and everything. It was it was just awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. But now, if you haven't you know visited the uh, Cambridge area, uh, you know, and shame on you if you haven't been to the new Out of the Blue, uh, you know, in Cambridge, just now called the Out of the Blue Two, which I'm sure all of you know this that beautiful place, right? Oh man, it's awesome! It's an art gallery. Uh, they they uh, have uh, music all the time, every day. They, I mean, they, they do everything. Uh, you got XO there. And yeah, X. I remember. Uh, yep, XO was there. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, there was a, there's this big event coming up. Yeah, they got the two day festival, bands galore. It's a two or three day festival. It's like uh, April first or April third, I think. I'm not. I'm trying to get the right. Um, but there's 30 bands playing. Uh, TJ yeah, yeah. Uh, organized it with Tom. Is it Fool's Fest? It must be Fool's, Fool's Fest, Fest, right? That's Fool's what it Fest. exactly yeah. is. Yeah. It's freaking right. crazy. Like, how are they? It's, uh, it's three days of music. Uh, it starts at 6 o'clock this Friday, right? Yeah. April 1st. And it goes till April 3rd at 1 a.m. <laughs> 685 wow. people are going to fill the Out of the Blue Gallery. <laughs> it is yeah. bananas. Uh, some wow. of the some of the bands that are gonna be playing there are, are uh, and they're crazy. Like there's a lot of bands. Uh, the Barbazons, Homebody, Sound of Ceres, They're from Colorado. Pick a Piper from Toronto. Is the seventh, seventh House playing? Is Seventh House is playing? Yep, Seventh House is playing. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yep, yep. So I think Seventh Seventh House is playing Saturday. Uh, Steep Leans is playing. Uh, they've been getting. They they went on tour with. Uh, uh, I forgot the name. Name of the church, uh, churches? I don't remember the name of the band, but um, they're they're getting really big and they're playing with Vanishing D- DMC, Taboo, Horse wow. Bands, Bad House. Oh, uh, shout out to Soul Soul. They're playing there and the Seventh House, both on Friday. That's a killer lineup. So Friday you have Steep Leans, which will fill a show anyway. Then you have the Seventh House, which is shout out to Mars Jupiter. Then, right. you, then you have Soul Soul, who's uh, who you know. Uh, John is a good friend of mine. They're they're a great band, um, and all these other bands. There's like twelve bands, and then Saturday, April second, there's another freaking thirty bands playing, and then there's gonna be some hip hop, some hardcore, some uh, like psychedelic stuff, some punk. It's gonna be crazy. Nice. Like uh, you know, the first first Fools Fest. So guys, if you are in the Cambridge area, you gotta check this out. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, so don't miss that. That is our uh, that is our our shout out to the Out of the Blue. You got to go to the Fools Fest. Big up to TJ Edson and Tom Tipton for putting that all together. And, yeah, yeah. So that's that's our that's our unofficial unofficial sponsor. <laughs> our uh, unofficial. Unofficial. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, so that's out of the blue. Every Monday night, too, uh, Chad does his Stone Soup Poetry open mic there. So, yeah, go check him out. And, and uh, unofficial sponsor. The unofficial sponsor of the Onball Show. Well, uh, just here in the second half of the show, I'd like to dig into your music a little bit. You got, uh, uh, we're, in fact, for our audience and for our all our listeners, we're going to be putting up a pertinent link section as we always do on the post on jplimeproductions.com and on Oddball. Um, it'll also be up in our, our Twitter and Facebook. We'll be tweeting that stuff out. So um, check that out. But his the links to the Bandcamp, SoundCloud, um, right. and the video directed by Mars Jupiter, which I definitely want to get into because that, that – yeah. we really like Mars. Mars is a friend of the show here. A friend of the oddball show more than anybody else's. Like he's been <laughs> in a, a multiple uh, – one time he was uh, he was on uh, with uh, he was like trying to get out of the rain on a mobile phone. Now that is dedication. Yeah, oh, he, he was in multiple. Oh, yeah. the, the joy of technology. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's talk. Let's let's. Uh, I don't know where you want to dig in first. I was thinking about Bandcamp and uh, your work. I, I listened to uh, your work with the. Is that a band, G Smooth? Yeah, well, that's a. Yeah, it is. Um, G Smooth was, is a keyboard player who I met oh, in the okay. subway, and um. You know, I went up to him and was like, hey, man, you know, kind of rhyme over some of your stuff? And he kind of looked at me like I was a little crazy, which which is understandable, you know. <laughs> but then we started jamming a lot, man, and we, we really caught a cool groove. We played only, we only played like three or four shows. We kind of had a falling out since then. Um, but, Sounds uh, tight. Yeah. So, it was, is it so, possible for a, for a Just Smooth reunion? Are you guys getting back? Yeah, I think, you know, hopefully that's in the future, you know. I'm uh, – I'm open to them, you know. I, I think we're both just kind of busy trying to figure out our own stuff. Definitely. But I would love to link up with him again. That was some of the the most uh, the closest thing that I've really come to as far as making the music I want to make, you know. Yeah, that was that was dope. That was live too. That was a nice set. Yeah, that was a live set. Yeah, man, that was actually our first show. I think and it might even have been my birthday. Happy birthday! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday! From two years ago. <laughs> hey, I made it. No. You made it. <laughs> um, so what is your like where, where does your first musical influence come from uh, what, genre wise like you know I think for me, I'm a big rock and roll and hip hop I'm, I'm like split down the middle what's man, your like background a little bit I'll be honest uh, you know I grew up on like 50s 60s stuff um, yeah. and then kind of my mom was kind of into more you know 70s kind of rock with definitely like some Santana but you know, I also, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm kind of not ashamed to say this, but even some disco. I guess my parents met at a disco, actually. So, um, shout out to disco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> disco made me. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, it, it's transformed a lot, man. You know, I, I've been yeah. blessed enough to know a lot of different people. So now it's like I, I definitely have influences from like metal to blues. So obviously hip hop. Hip hop was like the one that got me into music, definitely. Where was it? Where was? Where did you first come in? What was your like your first hip hop? Where did you first meet hip hop? Man, I, I think, I, I think it might have been, I the first time I bought two records. Like my sister bought this Eminem record, and like you know I, I like Eminem. You know obviously he's good and everything, but I was looking for. I just wanted to buy some CDs because I had never bought myself CDs. So I bought a Common Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, album, yeah, and a Black Star record, which is most yeah. Death and Talib Kweli collabo, and those two records just blew my mind, and that's that's when I was like, I'm gonna start writing. 
Right on. Most Def is one of my biggest influences, and like, oh, right. my, uh, first of all, one of hip hop's most underrated artists, I think. Oh, easily, yeah, definitely. But one of my absolute favorite yeah. lyricists. I, I, you know, people do a lot of rankings and stuff. I don't know that I, I could rank him as one of the top five, but he's my one of my top five personal, one of my top three personal favorites. Yeah, I, like, hear he just, I hear you there. I hear you there. Yeah, favorite. Yeah, he ranks up there. I mean, for lyrical skill, he's definitely up there too. I mean, he's a, he's just a slam dunk uh, artist. Yeah, just style too. I mean, that whole. I mean, big huge thing for me was like how he would sing. You know, because I like mm-hmm. the almost like tribal sense of it. Like it's, I love uh, uh you know rapping because you have that mathematical flow and it's like breath. But the thing is more like feel. It, I don't know, it's just kind of he had both of those, which is really you know yeah. dynamic, I guess. And I, I like Black Star too, because you know Quali, you know, oh man, Quali and uh, and him together are they're titans, you know, and right, and, yeah, uh, yeah, totally, dude. Oh, you know, like Black Star is like uh, incredible, you know. Uh, one of the one of the CDs that I found influential was Sound Bombing Volume Two. Hell yeah! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, when that was uh, when that came out with Beats Junk with the Beat Junkies, who later was, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't know that was Babu from Dilated Peoples. I was like, damn, you know, that's that's well, kind of the sound sound bombing predates uh, Black Star, right? Like that's is that before Black Star? That's a good question, cause like, cause Quali's on it with Reflections Eternal, and um, I thought Reflection Eternal was a Quali album, so well, well, it's like it's a group. It's uh-huh. him and High Tech. That's they become Reflections Eternal. Just oh, just yeah. like him and Shout out to High Tech. Is he, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff? I, is he? I haven't seen. I haven't heard. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they. Every once, every couple of years, there's a rumor that he and and uh, Tyler are gonna do another album. Uh, yeah. That's some of his best shit. Like they, they, they really come together. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tyler, yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, Black Star is great, you know. Um, and then most deaths, uh, you know. I like how you just said common too, because common is. I don't know why he changed from common sense to common, but he's definitely... Yeah, I mean, when he was common sense, he was ill, too. He, he was more, like, wacky back then. He was almost, mm-hmm. like, had a really kind of all-over-the-place flow. Yeah. I, I like, well, like, him in the middle, like, of his career, he was, like, he had both of those. He was, like, together. Like, some of the joints on that record, like, uh, uh, something um, pineapple juice, something pineapple juice. I can't remember the, the, the whole... Yeah. Orange, orange pineapple juice. I think was the name of the song. Anyway, really, he just riding the beat in ways that, like, multiple ways. You're like, how did, how do you figure that out? Now, now, you know, you were talking about, um, uh, you're talking about your influences are like common and stuff. Now, I listened to some of your stuff on uh, SoundCloud, and um, you know, like the thing that Mars did, the the uh, what was it called? Uh, live, live a life life. after life. Life after oh, life. Yeah. Definitely a '90s influence. Yeah, very. Definitely. To. It had a '90s feel to it. Uh, it was nice. It was very reminiscent of the music that you know Tribe put out back in the day. And like, nice. That's a compliment. Yeah, thank you. Like, that was definitely. Guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Would you guys check that out? Huh? No, no. Go ahead. Uh, it, it, I mean, there's gonna be links on your on the on both Oddball and JP Lime's websites. You gotta check out uh, Just's uh, music. Thank uh, you. On his SoundCloud, it's really great, and it's very eclectic. He's all over the place, so it's good. Yeah, I, you know, some of the later stuff I did, I, I was working with this band. It was actually some housemates of mine, and we were called Just Just I and I instead of Ja Ja yeah. and I. Yeah. It was just it was Just I and I. It was me and my two. One of them was a synth player, and the other was an acoustic guitar player, and we were doing some uh, like acoustic reggae 
but it was like some also like with synths and stuff. It was really really kind of tripped out. Yeah, but uh, some of that stuff is on there. I think like one or two tracks. But I, I'm I'm definitely still messing around with music. I had I have a couple of instrumental projects I want to put out, but I haven't really gotten to the point where I feel like I have the sounds where I want it to be. You know, so I'm kind of still working on it. You have a full length CD out. Um, I ha I have it. Um, I. It, life in the simplest terms. Life in the simplest terms. Yeah. I mean that's a full that's a full album, nice production and everything. Who produced that? Actually, John Glass. Um, he's some. I actually have a whole other project that I have like eight or eight or nine tracks recorded. Just trying to wrap that project up. It's gonna be uh, also produced by John Glass, and it's a it's kind of a little more um, like the the life in the simplest terms was an idea of like having a concise package for things, and then this next one is like double that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, but it ha it's really eclectic too. But it definitely has a really um, I have a couple features in there of friends of mine who really can sing crazy. So I'm I'm looking forward to drop that too. It's just trying to find the right time, and also I I don't really want to perform music anymore unless I have a band. Right, right, yeah. Well, unless I'm well, well, we all we all got the hip hop, you know. You know, I I play music, yeah, yeah. kind of a a badass music musician myself, prof. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you really are, man. I often think of you that way. You're 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 Mr. Rock and Roll. That's that's what I call you. Not not to your face. You're Mr. Rock and Roll, you know. Mr. Rock and Roll. I'd be embarrassed if I called you that to your face, but. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> just uh, have you performed a lot without a band, and have you like? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I used to hit. Yeah, I used to hit like every op almost every open mic I could. Uh, I would go to the Cantab every Wednesday and do poetry yeah, there. Cantab. Yeah, and then a couple of times they have this. They have this really dope hip hop event called the Mind Spray, and it's an open mic. You get two songs. And they used to do it at the Middle East, but now they do it at the Wonder Bar. But I, I rocked a couple yep. Middle East. What's it called? And, uh, uh, I'm not going to Mind Spray. Mind Spray. Um, and, uh, mind Spray? Mind Spray, yeah. Like, mind Spray. Like, you know, yeah, it's a cool thing. But the winner of that wins 100 bucks, and they, they get to feature on the next, the next show, which is a, a monthly thing. Yeah. So uh, I remember the first Pella actually. I was one of the only people to do an acapella. Everyone else had beats or spit to somebody else's beats. I did an acapella. I came in second to Mr. Fritz. It was mad funny. Mr. Fritz ended up, he started blowing up a, a bit and started doing some cool stuff. But uh, I, Mr. I don't know, man. I, yeah, he's, he's dope. I, I'm just not really, I don't like to, uh, and this is just my own personal opinion, I don't really like to, be a guy up there spinning till my music coming out of the speakers. I'd rather play. I'd rather go with somebody playing music. You know, yeah, I, I certainly more, feel you. Yeah, more organic. As a hip hop artist, it is this. There's a couple different things to it. First of all, I mean, going to any uh, any hip hop show, whether it's a uh, national act or, or a local act, it is always not always. More times than not, it is a you can't feel it the same way you can at any rock show. Like, and that yeah, makes yeah. it a harder thing to make a good hip hop performance. It just it, it, mm -hmm. it does. It's hard to bring people in, hard to keep them in, hard to like. You just don't have the captivating vibe of the loud of the live sound that you're a part of. You can feel literally yeah, feel yeah. it. Yeah, 
But you, you know, know what, though? Totally. Like, you go to a hip hop show and they're 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 mixing on the ones and twos and stuff, and you know, because you don't hear that on the on the CD usually. Yeah. So when they're mixing yeah, yeah, yeah. on the ones and twos, that that gets me pumped up. So one yeah, time they I have a real evidence in Babu, and that was that was freaking awesome. Um, I mean, shout outs to Babu. He's uh, he's kind of a he's just kind of a, a powerhouse uh, DJ, or uh, you know, nice. he is one of the original beat junkies. So like, I mean, seeing stuff like Yo. crazy. Yeah, don't you know? Don't get me wrong. I love DJs, and a DJ is dope. There isn't actually a lot of. It doesn't seem to be a lot of um, you know, old school DJs doing ones and twos out there now. But the ones that are, I respect. But I do hear you on the um whole thing of like instrument, you know, the instrumentation and being able to feel that more. Also, another thing I've noticed is like a lot of hip hop shows for some reason they don't have the right sound. Mm-hmm. The music is so the music is so loud and the mic is so low that everyone has to yell on the mic and it's all muffled. Yeah, and, all, and most of know, us as MCs have bad mic control, you know, like yeah, yeah, no doubt. True, true. The mic this is true. Cool, but it makes terrible sound. It's just yeah, like, I know. Everyone's totally. out of breath like Guns and Roses and uh, on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that's an art, man, and I love that. And the people that can really rock a show are the ones that you know. That's why I respect Jay Z because his flow was so smooth, but it was way more rugged than anyone that was trying to spit hard because. He was just so nonchalant and smooth with it. And, like, the people that can do that on the stage who don't have to yell and scream, who their voice carries, touch you, you know, they touch your soul. Yeah. But, uh, uh, people like that, I mean, I mean, not going back to Tribe Called Quest, but Tribe Called Quest was an amazing live act. And, you know, so, yeah. like, like, the Beastie Boys, oh, man, seeing the Beastie Boys is like going to church, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Oh, damn. Yeah, go, seeing I've, the never Be- had the, I've never had the pleasure, man. Me either. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we never will again, man. Another one. That's what it was. Yeah, that's true. Man, man, <laughs> man. MCA, man. That's just crazy. But I uh, mean, yeah, I mean, when you can rock a show and and you have mic control, that's pretty. That's pretty hard to. I mean, it's hard to do because a lot of people get out of breath. You know, it's about yeah, true. You know, true. you know what I think though. I I I just think of it this way, like watching being part of those shows and watching some of them that like there was so much potential for hip hop to grow in like oh, man. in those kind of ways like you know artistically too but in those like technical kind of ways that like it and there are some shows that are awesome and it's a big difference between a really good hip hop show and like one that isn't any good is definitely definitely often just the sound quality and like little details like that that like yeah you know a band has to do because they're playing instruments and they're each going in their own amplifier and like they if you don't do it correctly it'll sound terrible so like yeah. you have to learn how to do it right and we as hip hoppers and like I'm fully part of this we fake it a lot you know and every time I hear somebody like rapping over their own lyrics. Yo, that's the craziest thing, dude. I've been I've been to some of these shows, and I swear, the some people have backing tracks over the entire track. Yeah, they do all the time. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, like anyone can sing along to someone singing. That's right. You're doing you're doing what I do in the car. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. it's a trip, man. You know. So I've honestly, I love hip hop, man. I want to incorporate it into the music that I do, but I'm also realizing like that certain um certain age demographics that certain music plays towards. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm kind of trying to reach maybe a little more experienced, older, uh, open-minded. 
you know, kind of demographic to like say, okay, like how do we change the the situation at hand? Because, you know, I don't, a lot of people listen to music for different reasons and some people listen to it to get away from the real stuff. But I like to get to it to talk about the real stuff. That's the easiest way to do it, you know. So, so yeah, exactly. So to shy away from that is kind of just like, I don't know, uh, you know, it just kind of doesn't seem natural. I mean, I think that's definitely a conversation. I mean, uh, one of the things that, like, I think hip hop needs to do to to be more powerful is definitely reach, uh, you know, a whole genre of people, not just, you know, what I mean, a whole different, I mean, whole age ranges. You know, like like a band like like the Roots or the or yeah the, yeah know, man, the Roots they, are really dope. I love them, man. Like you could listen to them, at, you know, you could you you've seen them lyrically progress, you know. And yeah, like, I love Black Thought, man. Oh yeah. Oh yes. No, I like I like Black Alicious and, and Gift of Gab and, and uh, Oh wow, really dope. Yeah. I just got to see them a couple months ago. Oh, oh damn. damn. They were dope. Wow. Did, did you do A to Z? Yes, he did. Yes, he oh, did. Shit. And the crowd went insane. Yeah. It was awesome. Is that this place called the uh, Sinclair in Harvard Square? Oh, nice. There you go. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a nice that's, spot. Yeah, it's a really great place to see a show. If you, if you know, if people haven't been there, definitely check it out. You know, it's like you can get up nice and close and yep. uh, real good vibe up on the balcony and whatnot. And I got to see, no uh, speaking of, Talib Kweli with the Soul oh, Rebel wow. sound system oh, like, oh, a month ago. damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that was live. You know, I love, uh, I love uh, the Soul Rebels the Soul Rebels opened up. No, Kweli was... And it was the one, if I have one disappointment about the show is that we didn't get enough Talib. I thought there was going to be a Talib set afterwards, but like the Soul oh, Rebels man. are dope. Like they, like if you like brass, it is. Nola, man, shout out to shout out to the Soul Rebels. I know uh, I know them. They well, I don't know them, but they are they used to be on Rounded Records, or they might still be. But, uh, but uh, shout out to them, man. Soul Rebels. But yeah, so he was playing with them. He came out for like a half a dozen songs, maybe like eight songs throughout the night, and. Wow. Uh, <laughs> It was it, that shit was live. It was uh, I danced nice, my man. little ass off. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, but that's a great place to see a show at the Sinclair. So I got to see Black Alicia there a couple months ago. So if people get a chance, go check out the Sinclair. It's a good awesome. yeah. awesome spot. Big bands come there. I mean, uh, I mean, I, think yeah. I, saw, I saw. I mean, they're not. I mean, to me, they're Man or Astro Man, which was crazy because the guy was playing. Uh, what, you know that that uh, it's like a let. I don't know what the hell it's called. It's like a, it's like a. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like it's like a violin, but it's just using rays of uh, music. It's like a, oh, a, um, a seraphim or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, theremin. Yeah, that. Yeah, theremin. theremin. Way off. Uh, but um, I really crazy. that was pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it phonetically sounded right. Anyway. Yeah, man. You got, you, you got just there, so. <laughs> this is my mic. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they have some. I mean, I think the damned play there a couple times and. Uh, I mean, you know, you got acts like Quali. I mean, Sinclair is definitely a good spot to see. And they, oh, they also got like a lot of good beers too. They got yeah, they do. They have a really good beer selection. Yeah, all right. You got the you got the bee hoppy there. Oh man. Yeah, man. Good memory. Or the show. Woo. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Well, here let's uh, let's do this. Let's jump into um, a little what's going on with JP Lime and Oddball. We're kind of coming down near the end of the hour. We fly through this sometimes. Yeah. So, we have somebody to fun to talk about. And, and plenty of good conversation about it. We fly through this, so we're almost halfway done. We only got an hour and a half left. 
<laughs> that's the old format, my friend. That's, yeah, right? that's, the, that's the go until 1 a.m. format. You would go and we couldn't talk no more. Yeah, go, go yeah. until we've had too many beers and can't see. Yeah, that was, that was All right, but let's jump into uh, let's go. What's going on? Let's try to keep this, you know, tight. We'll yeah. uh, we'll talk about what's going on, on two sites, and then we'll maybe we'll come back do a little list of ten with with uh, our good friend Jess here. And uh, right. yeah, yeah. Cool. So, um, you want to go first? You want me to? Why don't you go first? Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on at JP Lime, so why don't you talk about it? Yeah, right on. So over at JeepandLimeProductions.com, where tonight you can obviously and afterwards, after tonight, find uh, the Oddball Show with Just Enough uh, playing live. Um, we do all kinds of things. We are your world with a crunchy hip-hop center, so our blog covers all kinds of stuff. But, you know, hip-hop is our heart. Um, all last week, and actually last couple weeks, in conjunction with our March uh, edition of the Rap Flashback, uh, Ivan was putting up pieces about Easy e um, uh, I think it was a Run DMC one up there. Uh, just little pieces. There was one about Outkast and Rose Parks. Um, just little pieces of our uh, our rap flashback, which is our view of hip hop history. Um, we do it every month. We uh, our uh, I don't know, 15 to 20 minute video segment uh, hosted by Ivan, and you can find that at JPNIProductions.com as well. Um, so this month we we did. Uh, sorry. This month was March, which is Women's History Month. So we did a little segment in the middle. We talked about this a little bit last week, so I won't talk too much about it. Uh, but a little segment in the middle for three women artists from the 90s. We did our, uh, our singles release segment. Um, so that's rap history at jplineproductions.com. This week, I'm going to be putting out a piece tomorrow on The Walking Dead, who's come, they're coming to their series finale. Not series, series. Shoot, wow. There's season finale of oh, the sixth season. Trouble there. Yeah, man, I'm gonna have some Walking Dead fans like. hunt, hunting me down to my house. <laughs> uh, like but they're coming down to the season finale. Uh, I don't watch a ton of television, but what I do, I really get into. So I like to write about it. Uh, Agents of Shield is on very soon. That's one of my other favorite shows. So you'll see some of that up on the site. In fact, that was last week's. Um, they had an awesome episode last week. They kind of maybe spun off um, their second Marvel series on ABC, or their third, actually. Um, so I talked about that last week, but this week I'm talking about The Walking Dead and their season finale, which is going to be ridiculous and violent and crazy. Because um, they do a lot of great transfers from the graphic novel. It's one of their like fine touches of the show. So uh, there may be one of those coming up in the season finale that's going to be just insane. So I'm right. I have to write about that. It's the first Walking Dead one. I Walking Dead article I've done, but uh, I'm doing that for tomorrow. And then I think I'm gonna get some other something else up for Friday because I'm having some real uh, issues with Comcast. So we may be leaving them. So I may just do a like a fuck off Comcast piece. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so we'll see. But that's ShapingOnProductions.com. We do a lot of different stuff. We do. We, you know, hip hop is our heart. But uh, just like our our listeners and our fans. Uh, we're interested in a lot of different stuff, movies, music, politics is a big one for us. Obviously, the presidential race is going on right now, so wow. I can't help but think about Trump and his craziness and, you know, the Bernie versus Hillary race. And all, There's a lot going on that's really important for us to be involved in and talking about and thinking about. So that's also up there. So check out a lot of different stuff at jpinamonexus.com going on this week. And and uh, just uh, and so if you're new to the Oddball Show, Oddball Magazine is a poetry and art magazine. We actually put up something every single day, sometimes two or three yeah. times a day. Actually, you. Yep. Um, we have a bunch of columnists. Shout out to uh, 
you know, uh, Janet Cormier, and she has the Bamboozled No More section. And then, you know, the Underground Garden, Liza Zayas, and, uh, of course, James Van Loy, which is all one thing. And plus, you know, Chad Prento, who puts it all together, he, he's, uh, he's a driving force behind Oddball, and we couldn't do it without him. Um, but we, um, every Wednesday we have uh, people submit to us, uh, submit to Oddball, uh, whatever. But we, yeah, we did. We had um, we had people uh, you know, every Wednesday. Someone, someone, someone submits the oddball, and we uh, we we put it up. So this uh, actually, someone came. One, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, we put stuff up all the time, but definitely on Wednesday. And uh, that person got four votes, which is a lot. Five star poem, uh, the poem by Len Kuntz. Uh, it's called Order of Protection. Nice poem with work from Ira Joel Haber. Um, and Ira Joel Haber is a Brooklyn artist and uh, pretty awesome, and he's been part of the Oddball family for a long time. But um, also we had, um, you know, a, a good friend of mine and a great poet, Adelon Joseph. Um, if you haven't heard Adelon, his, his stuff is great. It's really uh, spiritual and, and hopeful, and I like it. Uh, uh, he put up a poem, um, you know, it's it's called Fortunes, and you can check that out on Oddball Magazine as well with artwork from uh, Richard Montgomery, who is fantastic. Uh, you should see his stuff. He's the one actually who designed my book. Um, he's crazy. And then, you know, then we have, as I said, James Van Loy with his political, you know, he's just, if you want to get a real dose of truth, read James Van Loy. And the same thing goes for, you know, Janet Cormier. But, uh. You know, and of course we have our uh, we have our stone soup servings, which you know lets everyone know that on Friday the poet from Oddball Magazine is going to be reading at Stone Soup uh, Poetry in Cambridge at Out of the Blue Two Gallery, and this week's was Gloria Monahan. I heard. And um, then we had a, a poem by Sudeep Adhikari, um, and with a photography by T.J. Edson and. Sudeep is has uh, been uh, you know uh, total he, you know he's been published in Verse Virtual Arlington Literary Journal Zombie Logic Review Dead Snakes UFO Gigolo Literary Yard Soul Lit Magazine and Novel Masters and uh, it's really a great poem uh, check that out you can all check that out at uh, Eyeball Magazine and then every Tuesday I come with it with my jagged thought which uh, come with it now. <laughs> that I'll read at the end of the program. So, yeah, oddballmagazine.com. We are poetry for the masses. Come check us out. Uh, we are awesome, right, Prof? You are awesome. <laughs> You're my favorite poetry magazine. Thank you. My you mom get, says I'm cool. You get both. You get both of my thumbs up. Oh, great. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get five limes from the line. That's what you get. Oh, I got five limes. Yeah, buddy. Bye, but yeah, so uh, the Oddball show here is a collaboration between Oddball Magazine and JP9 Productions. Um, you can find all kinds of stuff about both uh, both entities at our home bases, jp9productions.com and oddballmagazine.com. You can also find us on our respective social media networks uh, at JP9 on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, JP9 Productions on our Facebook page. And you find and, so, and now SoundCloud. That's right. Yeah, I, that's a good one. And, uh, we're working on getting us on iTunes, so you'll all oh, nice. shortly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So come find us. Come be a part of, of the Oddball Show, and uh, we really uh, appreciate you tuning in. Let's do. Um, 
before we get to Jagged Thoughts, let's do what we like to call the list of ten. Are you down for this, Jess? The list Even though you don't know what it is, you're you down uh, for it. <laughs> so this is a questionnaire that I've kind of put together that I kind of I stole from James Lipton. Anybody who hasn't watched Inside the Actor Studio, it's a great interview show with actors and stuff. Uh, James Lipton has this, pers- this uh, questionnaire of ten questions that he stole from Bernard Pivot on the French show Apostrophe, which he stole from the Proust questionnaire. So uh, I like the idea of taking it and molding it and continuing it on. So without further ado, the list of ten. All right, Jess. <laughs> Number one, what time and place would you like to be if not here and now? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all so ethereal. Just, just don't oh, be worried. We, we, we just, uh, we just there, start there. there and then. There and then. Oh, awesome answer. Oh, boom, man. man. <laughs> Number two. What is the greatest advice you've ever received? You can do anything you put your mind to. Yes. Yeah. Number three. What would your superpower be? Oh man. Calming? I like how you lulled us into a meditative state first just to accentuate <laughs> that. To be like, and, and just, as I just did, my superpower is calm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my other super superpower of calming, uh, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> Basically, like, like, ah, what's my superpower? <laughs> uh, All right, number four. I liked it. I liked it, too. All right, go ahead. <laughs> number four, Biggie or Tupac? Tupac, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, who is your favorite person? Oh. Uh, Probably have to say my lady. Nice. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's standing on the other side of the, the screen, just like, hey, uh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I was going to say myself only because I feel like, you know, you, you, you can't really be, you can't really enjoy anyone else's company if you can't enjoy your own, you know. But that's too narcissistic. That was too narcissistic, so. Like, like Five Dogs said, and just, I mean, he literally said this. He said, um, you know, if I don't tell myself I'm the shit, then who else is going to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice circle, man. Good call. All right, all right. See you. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, so number six. Number six, yeah. Uh, what is your quest? Um, man. Who's your tribe? <laughs> uh, you know, I guess honestly, uh, how to become my own boss, and and, and 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 be able to live peacefully. Really, I mean, it's really that simple. It's so crazy how the simplest thing is one of the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. But but that you know that's where I'm at. Very nice. Number Thus seven. Far. <laughs> Thus far. <laughs> Who knows? Number seven. Fill in the blank. All you need is blank. (laughs) 
Uh, ganja. <laughs> <laughs> First, take care of head. <laughs> Number eight, rock, paper, or scissors? Rock, man. My name is Craig, which comes from crag, which means rugged or rock, which goes with my last name, hard. Word. Yeah, my last name really is hard. It's mad funny, man. I've heard all the jokes, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, what do you want to be when you grow up? Alive. That's, that's a good one. That's good. Nice. A lot of progress when you're alive. Yeah, hopefully, right? Yeah. I, you know, just imagine seeing, like, I see some of these old people, man, and I'm like, damn, you, you must have seen so much stuff that I couldn't even imagine. Just the simplest things, you know what I mean? Weird changes in things, you know? Yep. But, yeah, yeah. I believe it, man. My, my grandmother was born in 1932, so just, just, just stuff in her lifetime. I mean, she's only, what, 80? I don't want to do the math. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, time, time warps, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and what you will have seen in that time, you know? Yeah. Crazy. No, I hope we see uh, virtual reality and hover, hover, hover. Because uh... <laughs> 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 Jason's looking forward to is a hoverboard. Yeah. Uh, hoverboards and virtual reality. Yeah. We can already get that on eBay. So what else we got? Uh, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number ten. Right, call it close. It's coming back. All right. Number 10, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear St. Peter say when you reach the pearly gates? Oh, man. Um, smoking or none? And that is the list of 10. You've made it. Uh, list of list of <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been our great pleasure to have. We're going to have um, uh, Jason close out the show with uh, his Jagged Thought uh, in just a moment, but it's been our great pleasure to have uh, Justin up on our show tonight. We really do appreciate it. Uh, oh, man, thanks for having me. Um, go check out all of his pertinent links, You know, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Check out the video that Mars Jupiter shot, uh, who, you know, obviously a good friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, but then also, so like he said, he's really segueing more into TV, so go definitely go check out how do you uh, – what, uh, do, what you do you think? think? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, how do you think? That's, that's <laughs> how do we think? I don't know. <laughs> um, check out what do you think, and check out his comedy. Ahoy! Oh no! Yo! Yo! Is Prof gone? Yeah, I don't know. What just happened? Anyway, Yo, am yeah. I here? Oh, just hey, man. All the joys of technology. Where did well, I, where did you, if you were in the here and now, where would you be? <laughs> I, was, no. I, was in, I was in the ether. Yeah, you were in the ether. Uh, um, so I don't know where I dropped off there. That was weird. Um, but anyway, just thank you very much from us here at the Oddball Show. It's been a great pleasure. Right back at you, man. Appreciate Thanks, you. Just, that was a lot of fun. Uh, no doubt. And we'll, uh, we'll talk. All right? All right. Yeah. So check, cool, out, check out Justin's SoundCloud. Uh, check out his music. And check out... Um, his show on CCTV, and uh, and you know maybe it'll be on Oddball Magazine. I don't know, uh, but it will be. And um, you know uh, you can check it out there too. <laughs> That's that, 
I was supposed to keep that secret, but uh, yeah, we're going to be premiering that on Oddball Magazine in, in, uh, in upcoming episodes, so you can also check it out at Oddball Magazine. Nice. So, yeah, it's awesome. So, um, thank you, Just, for being on the show. Thank you, Prof. You're welcome. Good Definitely. show today. Rest in peace, Fife. And, uh, I'm yeah, gonna, no doubt. I'm going uh, to read my, my... It's kind of a wacky piece, actually. Uh, it's actually ridiculous, but um, I like it. Um, Jagged Thought, 118. And that be the way of the world. All right. It's ridiculous. Here we go. Boom. Yeah. Ridicula. Walk through the pharmacy with Teradata Claw. Winston at the dog pound. Pause, pause, pause. Working the angles on the seesaw. Seesaw. Seesaw see -saw left. Went to the market, grab a chicken's breast, and grill it up on shark weed. Cook it up good with little teriyaki, rude boy food. Rhythm snakes, rhythm snakes, snake the rhythm with Cheshire steaks. Earthquakes with pancakes, put a little syrup on the record break. See how it tastes. Magazine of magazines, machine gun. Talking fast with paychecks, 911, 411, 123. Wu-Tang forever, I decree. Cash rules everything around me. Lumps and bruises, orange juices, busted bitches, drug abusers, battered up a cake boss. No more gummy needles, toxic shock. No more people dying on my block. Sink the solar system and magnify. Play it on the playground. Play it in the background. Play it on the foreground. Listen to the world as it dries. We are all sunburned. Gonna die, but not tonight. Tonight we write. Because who has a mission to write with persistence? We don't miss this. We never did. Reading Ulysses, I never did this. I'm talking about myself. Never black belt. No trophy on the shelf. And ah, losing worth. Putting in work. Bo Diddley sing atop a Christmas tree. Step into my office. Where's my briefs? Easy got his mouth wired. Singing clamped teeth. Rolling in the deep. Subterranean creep. Lotus flower, wicked garden, mother, mother, dear departed, lions wincing, a dentist shooting, the dentist grinning, in-state prison, and that be the way of the world, and that be the way of the world, and that be the way of the world, and that be the way of the world. All right. <laughs> that was dope, man. I really like that. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was, I was in a group. I was in a group. <laughs> That's actually wow. how I wrote it. I was like, I don't know. I was rude boy food. I don't know. I was just like, I was like, I was into it. So uh, you know, um, thank you very oh, much man. for reading that. Definitely. I mean, thank you. <laughs> Do you thank yourself for reading it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, thank you very much. You're very well, welcome. Thank you very much. That was really helpful. Uh, right. You, I am really awesome. <laughs> if I don't tell me I'm the best, who the hell will? Hey, that's what we call a callback. All right. Um. All right. So you get the music? I, I do. While I'm doing it, why don't you just keep talking so I can cue it up? Because yeah, I'll do that. Right. So this has been the Oddball Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, as Jason said, it'll be up soon on SoundCloud and iTunes and wherever good podcasts are available. Um, but for now. Tune in at our uh, YouTube channel on at jplineproductions.com on YouTube. Uh, I'm sorry, JP Line Productions on YouTube. And then come find us at jplineproductions.com, the home of all things Lime, and uh, the current spot where this, this podcast is playing right now. So um, it's been a lot of fun doing the, the Oddball Show, and we're uh, continuing to grow and change. Uh, but we really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Shout out to, to Ivan and Chad. Uh, we'll see you. Sure, you'll be on the show pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, yo. See you guys later. All right.
Peace. Peace. This is the Oddball Show, a podcasting collaboration with Creepy Line Productions. Yeah, I think I'm